0: Verse 18, 1 Peter 2.18, as you turn there, just catching you up to speed a little bit, we're actually still on the same subject that we were on when I was in here before, and we're talking about suffering, the whole book of 1 Peter... Is, is written to some suffering saints, and we learn a lot about our suffering in this book. Uh, we're not just to endure and just to try to make it through our seasons of suffering as weak as we can and just barely making it along. We're to live. We're to, we have life in Christ, and we're to live through all of our sufferings, to live as Christ, and we can live through our sufferings. And the way we do that is by giving our lives to God, to be surrendered to the Lord. And we've recently shared some things that uh, we must know what kind of people we are. To endure and to live through suffering. Verse 9 is where we shared that. And you'll see four groups of people that that you and I as children of God are grouped into. We're a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and holy nation. We are a peculiar people. How do you live through suffering? By knowing what kind of people you are. But also knowing what kind of purpose you have. We see that purpose in verse 9 also. To show forth the praises of Him who hath called you out of His darkness and into His marvelous light. But we also must know what kind of Passover that we've made as the children of God. You'll see in verse 10 there that we've made a Passover from not a people who have not obtained mercy to a people who have obtained mercy. I tell you what, salvation is the, the greatest experience in the event and the, uh, in your life. We've made a Passover. We need to know that. We need to consider that and think about that through our times of suffering. And then we went on to talk about an abstract life. As Peter repeated, their foreign their foreign condition on this earth. We're strangers and pilgrims upon this earth. This world is not our home. So it's an abstract life. But then he speaks of an abstaining life to those who are suffering, to abstain from f- fleshly lusts. Through one's time of difficulty, it's so easy to lean and to go to the world and to, and to just fall into the corruption of this world and, and poor me and in, and in self pity but we're to live an abstaining life. But then there's an absolute life that we looked at in verses 13 through 17, and, and that was a big pill to swallow for these suffering saints through persecution because a lot of it was part of the government. But as far as the legal system and the laws of the land, there's to be an absolute life. We're to abide by them. Now, of course, we can interject and we all know that any law that is contrary to a law of God, we, we, we shun it and we ignore it and we, don't, we choose God's law over man's law when the two contradict one another. But, ultimately, but overall, it's an absolute life of obedience to the legal system, the law of our land, our government. And, and so as we pick up tonight... It's, it's my first night to be in here for a series for a while, and some of you might hope it's my last night. And, and I'm joking, I don't think you will, but nevertheless, we're, we're starting with a pretty tough subject. We're starting with a pretty tough subject. I'm just going to let you know. And uh, it, it's, it involves our career. It involves our everyday life at, at work, for those of us who work and have a career, um, being fearful on the job. It's speaking to the, to the sufferer, about being fearful on the job. There's a lot that is said in the Bible on servants to their masters. Or what we might call that today is employees to employers. And there's a lot said about that in the Bible. Through maybe all of Paul's epistles, he touches on that and he teaches on masters and servants. One commentator said there were millions... Millions of servants or slaves to families with an estate in, in this day and time during the Roman Empire. So a lot was taught on that. And Peter gives instructions here to some suffering Christians concerning, concerning themselves as servants to masters. It's also uh, teaching in here for the master. But fearful on the job, let's go ahead and read verses 18 through 20. And let's talk about this and share this tonight. It says, "...Servants, be subject to your masters with all fear, not only to the good and gentle, but also to the froward. For this is thankworthy if a man for conscience' sake toward God endure grief, suffering wrongfully." For what glory is it, if when ye be buffeted for your faults, ye shall take it patiently? But if, when ye do well and suffer for it, ye take it patiently, this is acceptable with God. Many, many servants in this day And they're going through a hard time, especially these scattered saints. They've been driven from their homes, from their homeland, from the jobs that they had, from their livelihood, because of persecution for Christ's sake. And they've been driven on the run. And they need to provide for their families. So they do anything and they find anything they can to make the smallest dollar to provide a morsel of bread for their family. They're not being very picky about who they work for. They're in desperation and they're finding anything that they can do. And so you can imagine that a lot of them are not treated very well. And that's not just in that situation. Overall, sometimes a master didn't treat his servant very well. When a when a when a servant or when a slave found a family that he really wanted to stay with, he committed to them as their bond slave. In other words, I will be my servant for life to them. They found a servant that they loved to work for who was easygoing and treated them good. These Christians on the run, they did not have that luxury of doing something like that. They were treated pretty poorly, and and so for Peter to bring up this subject, it is for a great purpose for them in their time of suffering. They've been desperate for anything they can do, so they've been treated not very well. They've been mistreated, and and look, We can consider that in this day and time. And I tell you what, I'll be one of the first ones to sympathize with you on some difficulties that you might have in your, on your, on your job or, or in your career. I've been there and, and and I've had those difficulties, uh, for, for a long time with, with certain people that really tried to make my life rough on the job. You're here tonight on a Wednesday night. And, and a lot of you have been at work all day. And you're probably exhausted, a lot of you are. And some of you might be exhausted from what you've endured from the boss. You, you know, I know... Uh, <laughs> I know... Uh, I know a preacher, and I just remember vaguely this, I don't know him well, but I just remember a testimony he gave. He was, the, the church asked him to, to leave his job and, and to pastor the church and be at the hospitals during the day studying the Bible and, and doing things like that. They wanted him to do that. And, and he did that, and so he's, he's ready to go on Wednesday nights. You know, he's rested, and he's been in the Word of God, and he's ready to teach. And some people didn't slow up, didn't show up, and he... Uh, and he thought in his mind, he said, well, they're backslidden. They're here Sunday morning, Sunday night. They ought to be here Wednesday night too. They're backslidden if they're not here. Well, I don't know what happened, but this, but this, uh, this preacher ended up getting a job. He was bivocational then, and he worked and he preached, and he was pretty tired on Wednesday nights when he showed up. And he said, I know, I, I understand now. Maybe they weren't backslidden. They, they weren't. They were just tired, and it's exhausting. Work is, and I, and I get that. And understand all of that and would sympathize with you. And I know, and I can relate to the mindset we can get into about what we do sometimes on a daily basis and the the fatigue and the endurance we have. But the Word of God changes our mindset about this idea of a career and work and working for someone and working for someone who is difficult to work for. The Word of God really gives a refreshing and a help that you and I need. And so the first thing we're going to look at in verse 18 is submission and respect. Servants, be subject to